0: Swain Event SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Top 100 barbecue restaurant in America, 865 The air, The air still is good, man. It's just as good as it was yesterday. I, I guess it's because of wind. I guess when you put up 60 points, I guess when you're playing pretty good football, it makes you feel really, really good, man. Everything, Everything is just better, man. The air is just... Since yesterday, man, the air just been, actually since Saturday, the air has been really good in Knoxville. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live here from the Low T Center studio. Swain Event Fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Our telephone number is 865 That is the Irish Network's hotline. Hour 1 is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Download the free Swain Event app for Android Apple devices. Uh, you can stream us online at swainevent.com. You can view the show on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook Live, I think. You can on Facebook Live, I think. I don't know if they're back up or not, but we are in the building. Ben, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Man. Ready for, I'm ready for a good matchup this weekend. Ready for a good matchup this week, weekend between Tennessee and South Carolina. I Man, Tennessee is double-digit favorites. Last time I checked yesterday... Tennessee getting some love from Greg McElroy on the Bomb show. No,
1: we don't want your love now, Greg. Hey, hey, Amen. Keep keep that love to yourself. Tennessee. Tennessee. See, see, what Greg did not inform the good folks on on, on Bomb yesterday is that all week last week on his own personal radio show with Cole Kubelik, how he didn't think Tennessee stood a chance against Missouri. How he thought Not a chance. because Eli Drinkwitz is is more buddy buddy with the media. He has got more more happy feelings for Missouri than than Tennessee. Thought Tennessee was going to route, get routed by Missouri. That's, 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 you, you left that part out. Then you drag. Hmm?
0: He 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 said that uh, Josh Heupel deserves some 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 praise and some some love, and so you got. Couple of players on the Tennessee roster being mentioned and honored for their performance over the weekend. I know you're going to mention that during the round of the SEC, but man, it's just it's a different feeling right now. So, how will this team respond? You have to flush it the same way you would do after a loss because beating Mizzou, although you've probably gain some confidence, and the chemistry is better, doesn't mean you're going to beat South Carolina. And South Carolina presents a different set of of issues going into this football game. The issues that Mizzou um, presented was a non-factor. I mean, they didn't play to their strengths at all. But South Carolina certainly has some strengths that that they'll try to play to. Uh, They have a lot of weaknesses. They're they're not that great. Um, They're an average football team. But – if if that, yeah. But that doesn't mean that they'll play that way on Saturday. Um, you all, you go and watch them play against Kentucky, and man, they are juiced. They were juiced up for that football game. They were, and listen that Williams Bryce Stadium is one of the best stadiums in, in the SEC in is, is terms of crowd noise and the atmosphere. When they have a night game there, they get it rocking. They really do. And Carolina had several opportunities, several opportunities to win that game against Kentucky. And Carolina just could not move the football, um, could not get out of their own way, whether it's drop passes or lack of execution. They got a couple presents from Kentucky for some turnovers and had multiple opportunities at the end of the third quarter and the fourth quarter to go win that game. But they didn't. They didn't. So, Kentucky is, is undefeated, and um, obviously they lost that game. But you look at South Carolina's um, offense,
1: eh, yeah.
0: eh, yeah. yeah. They got a pretty good running back. I like their running back. I like their running back a lot. But they have a quarterback that um, – and Luke Dowdy, Luke Doty, that is inexperienced, has not played a lot of football, and um, doesn't scare you with his legs. So that is that is another game for Tennessee's defense where you're playing against a quarterback that is a pocket passer. And against Florida, Emory Jones was a problem because of his legs. Last week, that wasn't the case with uh, like This week? You have another quarterback that stays that stays in the pocket fairly. Now he can get out and pick up a first down if you just leave him
1: wide open. Yeah, he he's very athletic. He he's not a a statue back there. I I'd say he's more capable with his legs than Connor Bazilek, but he's no Emory Jones. No, that is for sure. Athleticism is his most positive trait right now. This is a guy that played receiver for most of last season, and then when Will Muschamp finally got fired? Mike Bobo, the former offensive coordinator who took over as the interim, said, "Okay, you're 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 coming back to quarterback. Let, let's let's put you back at quarterback, which is what Luke Dowdy signed as with South Carolina. Uh, so I, I think the fact that he's able to play both in in college speaks to his athleticism. Not that he's a, a great quarterback or will be a great quarterback, but. I think athleticism is his best trait right now since he's so wet behind the ears at the quarterback position. But still, he's not going to take off and, and try to run around like Emory Jones and Carolina's not going to scheme up some quarterback-designed runs like Tennessee does with Hooker or like Florida does with Emory either. Nothing about South Carolina scares me at all. They have a good kicker. That's it. Parker White's been there for about 12 years now.
0: Missouri got a good hooker too, man.
1: Yeah, they had a great kicker what, last week. Yeah, all American kicker. Mm-hmm. But who cares? <laughs> who cares? Kickers can't win win football games single handedly. Shouldn't shouldn't. So as, long not, as, long as in this, t- not in this game, for sure. as long as Tennessee shows up and doesn't pee down their leg, Tennessee should be fine on on Saturday. T- I think Tennessee could can can play its B game and and still win. Tennessee's not good enough to play anything less than its B game and, and beat anybody. Maybe maybe Vandy in South Alabama, they can probably play their C and D game and get get away with with that. You don't want to, but if if it did happen, I, I think they could squeak out a, a win. But again, South Carolina, as long as you just don't completely pee down your leg, you're you're going to be fine. Because again, not, nothing about South Carolina really really stands out. They they lack talent, they lack depth. I think Tennessee has better coaches. Although we do love us some Ontario hardesty. No 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 offense to Montario. We love you Terrio. Wish you were here in Knoxville. Soon I hope. Soon I hope. I got no comment. I, I, I know you don't. But I, I the key this week, Swain, the mantra this week from Josh Heupel should be, and I think is, based off of his comments yesterday during his Monday press conference, is that you can't get too comfortable. You can't allow the win at Missouri to let you get too comfortable. You you can't think that you've made it all of a sudden just because you hung 60 on a Horrific Missouri defense. The mantra has been the preparation, the twenty-four, forty-eight hours before kickoff needs to be better. That's what Josh Heupel has been harping on, and he will continue to do that. But I think this week he's really going to harp on not getting too comfortable and not allowing a, a sense of arrival just because you you beat a SEC team by you hung sixty on an SEC team. That that means nothing this week.
0: Nope. Well, whatever you did last week means means nothing, man. Hyper talked about one game seasons, and that is the mentality you got to have. You have to forget it. You have to flush it, whether you win or lose. But man, how about how about Tennessee from a national standpoint offensively, man? Nineteenth in the country. Ooh, thank you, Mizzou. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, this time last year, what was Tennessee
1: offense like? In the hundreds, had to be. Well, if we want to be technical, this time last year Tennessee had only played like two games, and it was against South Carolina and Missouri, and we're two and zero. Oh. Because I'm, like, I'm talking
0: about for like the season, like at the end of the season, what was what was Tennessee offensively?
1: Uh, I don't want to know.
0: I mean, it had, it had to be down there in the in the hundreds. I
1: would imagine so. I can look it up real quick. And we know Tennessee is not going to stay where they total are. Total offense? hmm Why are you making me do this? I don't want to know this. Uh, total offense, Tennessee was 102nd. 346.2 yards per game.
0: Yeah, I mean, I want to know it because, it, you know, right now Tennessee is 19th. So so the, 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 the change, the growth in – the philosophy offensively for Tennessee, man, that's that's something I want to highlight. Now, I don't think he's going to stay that way um, this season because you still have to play Georgia, that has the best defense in the country. Still got to play Alabama. Um, you still got to play. You, st- you got, still got to play Ole Miss. So those numbers are going to change. But still, man, to be at this point, basically halfway through the season, and nineteenth in in FBS, man, that is that is big time. That is big time, man. and and and. You were talking about not peeing down How you? Tennessee's leg, which is the only way we feel like Tennessee loses this football game. What does that mean? Well, that means penalties. That means turnovers. Mental mistakes. Those are examples of one peeing down their leg. Hendon Hooker. Right now, Ben. Ben. Hendon Hooker, quarterback passer rating, 182.46, which is fifth in the nation. Wow. Fifth in the nation and second in the SEC, only behind Bryce Young,
1: Alabama's quarterback. There are obviously four ranked ahead of him. And they are four pretty big names. Grayson McCall at Coastal Carolina, who is leading a – at least it was a top 20 team this past weekend. I don't know if Coastal Carolina moved into the top 15. uh, But top 15, top 20 football team, Grayson McCall is leading there for Jamie Chadwell at Coastal Carolina. Mm -hmm. Number two is Kenny Pickett, who is balling. 19 touchdowns to one interception is Kenny Pickett. He's pretty good, huh? Uh, pretty good. Uh, Malik Willis is third. Uh, Liberty. Yep, 11 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Bryce Young, fourth, like you mentioned. Uh, he has 17 touchdowns to two interceptions. And then Hendon Hooker is fifth with 10 touchdowns to one interception. Completing 68.5% of his passes. Some big-name big quarterbacks that he's ahead of as well. C.J. Stroud from Ohio State is sixth. Uh, Casey Thompson, he's the one that took over at quarterback for Texas, right? Not the one that got benched. Your case took over. Uh, Tanner Mordecai at SMU, who's having a big year. Matt Corral is 10th. Ole Miss, Sam Howell at North Carolina, 13th. Now, to be fair, some of these guys have, like Matt Corral has thrown the ball 125 times. Tanner Mordecai, 181. Bryce Young, 148. Kenny Pickett, 168. And Hendon Hooker has just 89 pass attempts on the on the year but still Hinden hooker has been very efficient in, in the running game and and the passing game he's well, been fun to watch well
0: that's where it starts man that's where it starts uh, i mean it technically starts at offensive line but for tennessee that's that was the biggest need man good quarterback play um and you're getting that right now mm-hmm. you're getting that right now uh, the last Three games, Tennessee is plus six in the turnover margin. So you're taking care of the football and you're forcing turnovers. And that's why Tennessee right now is in a position to go four and two. And could have been five and one at this point. That pits that pit game is gonna is gonna haunt. It's gonna haunt us. But still, four and two is right there on the table for Tennessee. And a bowl game is right there for the taking for Tennessee. Let's go to the phones. Let's get to uh, Tramiel, who's calling in from Chattanooga on the Hours Network's hotline. Tramiel, good morning, man. Good morning, good morning. What's up? I had to,
2: yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I had to, you know, I had to let that wave of, of my brethren and sisters calling in yesterday. I had to let that wave go ahead and back because I knew it was going to be crazy yesterday, boy.
0: A lot of people excited. All
2: back to back to back to back, wasn't it?
0: Going back to back. Yep. Yep, it was a lot of calls here today, <laughs> man. Yeah, people well, excited. I was,
2: uh, I, was, I was calling in with those, uh, those same numbers, you know, because I was just, you know, I usually do this, but I never usually see a Tennessee player in the top of the stats. I'm like a stat guy, so, you know, I always go to the college, the college, uh, you know, stat thing and just look up the stats and stuff like that. And it was just funny because y'all reading off the same stats that I was about to read off. The first one was race, uh, percentage for, for Hendo, you know, 24th and 5th. But I got some other ones passing touchdowns, you know what I'm saying? He's top 22nd. But you know how they, a whole bunch of people have the same number like in golf? You know, you might know what I'm talking about being like when they tied for the same, mm-hmm. they all got the same number, but it's like they're tied for like 22nd. Mm-hmm. But just really like, you know what I'm saying, like third place. But uh, that's pretty nasty, I thought, you know what I'm saying, it's just the numbers of Hendo though. Uh, then his yards per attempt, he's 16th in the nation and third, you know what I'm saying, in the SEC. And then his, uh, you know what I'm saying, his pass, you know what I'm saying, like you said. Oh, I don't know if you said anything
0: about his pass efficiency. You was talking about his percentage, rate, Wouldn't you? Um, his his
1: passer rating uh, we mentioned. Which oh yeah, is, yeah, 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 which is one eight two. Mm hmm. And his completion percentage is is good as well. Sixty eight point five percent. Right. Looks like that's good enough for twenty fourth in the country. Mm hmm.
2: And then that, another stat they keep is the efficiency rate. And and the dude, the dude is fifth in the country. You hear me?
0: We hear you. <laughs> Loud and clear. Fifth in
2: the country. Second in the SEC. I think behind Bryce Young, possibly. I don't know. But it looks like we got us a quarterback, man, and that's what we've been missing, ain't it? Forever. Since, I mean, you had, you know, Dobbs, you know, he covered up some things. Five man. years. But it's, it's, it's so good to have, you know, that. That's taken care of. Now, like, you really don't hear many people talking about the quarterback issue. You hear them asking about, you know, what's going on at receiver or what's going on at cornerback or well, the linebackers are playing pretty damn good, uh, I would say. So, man, I'm just – I'm super proud of this weekend, man. I, I got uh, – I think one of the callers called in to say he was just standing there just stuck looking at his friend like, is this really happening? You know, I was getting ready for a baseball game or a baseball practice, and it was like, I'm like, come on, y'all, come on. Baseball practice was at one. I'm like, come on, y'all. Just, just just get up on them real quick so I ain't gotta worry about it at practice. And I looked at my phone, it was twenty one three. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> so I sat down for a minute and I've been late for practice and some more jump, man. Man, I I'm, I'm just super excited. I'm taking the family to the game this weekend. Hopefully oh, we, we can smack them game chickens. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm just ecstatic that we got us the quarterback, man. He's looking sharp. He's looking like he's in command of the offense. He's like he's leading the boys out there, and that defense, man. Yeah. Whew, I can't say I can't say too much with that defense, man. But it's 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 super nasty, man. And uh, I can't wait to see what do they do this weekend. I hope they keep that same energy, step on their
0: proverbial throws, and keep it moving, man. Tremaine, this is a great hope week, going, fella. Tremere, this is a great week for you to be uh be able to come to this game.
2: Mm hmm. I'm excited, boy. be you know In the room early. You know why?
0: Coming up there early in the little room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why this is a perfect <laughs> game for you? Why? So when the game is over and you're on the way back home, you want to turn your lights on. You can leave them off <laughs> because it's an early game. So you'll be able to go back home around 5 o'clock and it'll still be daylight, man. You don't have to worry about driving in the dark. I had a family with me this time. I'm more of I'm more, of a, I'm more of a safety house, you know. which I should be taking more care
2: when I'm by myself, but I'm more of a safety uh when I got my babies in the car, so well, lights will be on, even, well, even if, it's just, you know, because they're automatic, so they'll um, be on. But they I'll, be I'll be in my car. I'll be in my car, so the lights will automatically be on. I ain't got to worry about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you be careful, man. Be careful when you way here, man. <laughs> All right, brother. Y'all have a good one. All right, see you. We finally get a night game, though, Just not, just not this week, but next week. Next week, Ben, I see Alumni Hall is uh, promoting those black jerseys for sale. Hmm. I wonder
1: why. And not only alumni hall, but the the public university bookstore as well.
0: It has to be a reason, Ben, why the stores around right here in Knoxville are promoting the black jerseys. Although here's my
1: question. You're gonna wear it in the night game? Or are you going to wear it this weekend against a team that you're more likely to beat? That's the question,
0: man. That is a question. A six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Swain event, Fueled by Dead End
3: Barbecue. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Networks hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Networks high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com
0: If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill or call 865-693-5400. Good morning, Swain Event family. Several of you, like Ben McKee, have reached out to me for real estate assistance this year and I want to say thank you. I appreciate your trust in me to ask questions and help you navigate the real estate
1: world. That's right, Jennifer. Buying a home is a scary process, especially for a first-time homebuyer. Jennifer recently helped my wife and I buy our first home and made the entire process seamless. Her willingness to go above and beyond is what sets her apart.
0: As always, feel free to give me a call. Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at morris 865 at gmail.com.
3: For a replay
0: of East Day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. go so to the phones. Hour number one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, Low T Center Studio. On a beautiful Tuesday, October the 5th, let's get to Coy calling in from Macon. Coy, good morning.
5: Hey, what's going on, guys? Y'all doing all right this morning? Man, we are wonderful,
0: man. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Just getting
5: poured on on the way to work. Though. It's raining pretty hard here.
0: Oh, man, I'm sorry. Be careful. Be careful.
5: Yes, sir. Um, Man, I, I was uh, just listening to that last segment, and I just wanted to call in when you asked about, uh, I wasn't sure, I can't remember if you, you or Ben who said, "Will they wear the black jerseys in the day or night. Man, they cannot mess this up. You've got to wear them in the night game. I mean, you've got to wear them in the night game. It'll just look ten times better.
1: I agree. But does Tennessee want to to wear them against the team that they're more likely to beat or not? I think that that's more so what Tennessee is going to be asking themselves personally. And, and it's against I mean, the coach
0: that brought them out when he was the coach here.
5: Exactly, man. I mean, I, look if we if we get the W this weekend, that's going to be a huge game next week, man. So I feel like you got to bring out the special special jerseys for a special game against the coach that brought them out at night. Man, Neelum will be rocking. And, man, I, I've already started talking to my wife. I was laying in bed last night and I was thinking, I, I haven't been to a game since I was a little kid. My dad brought me, I'm talking about probably 10 years old. I'm 39 now. And I was like, man, if we win this weekend, I'm going to that old Miss game. I told my wife this morning, I was like, Packed bags because we headed up to
0: Newland. So, man, I want to see it. I want to see them in black jerseys, at nighttime, just rocking at doing this. I know, man. I, I, you know, I I feel you. I mean, if you're coming out with black jerseys, uh, you are gonna, gonna wear them in the in the in the daylight at 12 o'clock at the beginning of October? Because you know, you look at some of the, the marketing; it's tied to Halloween a little bit so I mean I know Halloween's not next week but it's still closer to Halloween than this week Um, do you think
5: do you think they would go all
0: black
1: like black helmet well at
5: least black pants I mean I
1: don't I would love to
5: see a black helmet
1: too but I I don't think they're going to have time to get a black helmet but I do think it'll be black pants black jersey that would still
5: look sweet with the white helmet though, man that white helmet's
1: clean it is it, a a black matte helmet with an orange power tee would be super dope, but I, I still think it would look pretty clean with the white helmet.
5: Absolutely, man. Well, that's what's up, guys. I just wanted to call and talk about that. I you know I really I'm hoping man, the wife can make it out there, and uh, you know knock off South Carolina this weekend. Like I said, that'll be man, that'll
0: be a big time game. So good ball. That's right. That's right. I just think you want to wear them when, when everyone's watching and more people are watching next weekend. But I do get wearing them this week because you want to you want to win when you do something special. Like folks don't even want to check a kneeling. And, and, and the same folks that complain about getting away from tradition don't want to check a kneeling. That actually promotes tradition. man, <laughs> you noticed that, man? Have you noticed that? The same folks that complain about oh, 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 black jerseys, Oh, we gotta we gotta we gotta stick to tradition. Checkered board is the tradition. We are able to do something that no one else in the country is able to do, and do it well. But folks don't want to do it because they think it's bad luck. It's the silliest thing ever. So I think it's important that you win. We decide to do something a little special. 12 o'clock. Noon game. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Let's get back to the phones. And uh, who we have? Brad. Brad, good morning. Hey, guys. How's
6: it going? Good
0: morning. Doing all right? I'm great. We great.
6: Yeah, man, I'm. I'd like, I think the uh, the black jerseys would look better at night. But man, there's just you know how Elaine Kiffin likes to troll, and you know if he was the if he was to roll one up on us wearing those black jerseys, he's gonna be going around saying he's two and zero in black jerseys in Neyland Stadium. Hey, 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 you ain't wrong there. You might as well be ready for it, because you know that's the way he is. It, yep, it sure is. It but, sure um, is. How um, how do you think the rest of the season is going to play out, Swain? As far as like uh, the progression of the offense, um, do you see um, installing more of the playbook? Um, it doesn't really look like they're getting too exotic with their play calling. Kind of simple stuff, but it, it's working. Uh, do you see them progressing different plays and stuff um, throughout the season? And uh, I'll get off the listen.
0: Thanks, guys. Hey, thank you. I mean, I said this earlier earlier in the year. I just I don't think there's a hidden playbook that's off in a different cabinet in Heupel's office where you're like, well, you we, we know, we're gonna we're gonna bring out these plays when we play this team. It's you just make adjustments. You do what you do, and based on what you see, you throw in wrinkles. And we saw that last week. Tennessee's been running switch routes um, this this season. And what I mean by switch routes, that, that is you have two receivers on one side, and on the snap of the football, the outside guy goes and replaces the slot receiver's position, and the slot receiver replaces the outside receiver's position. And so it looks like they kind of intertwine and twist, and that's just called switch route. Well, we've seen, we've seen that, but you can do different things from it. Like you can run switch route, and one guy runs a post, the zone inside, and the outside guy runs up the sideline. You can you can run the outside guy uh, running a comeback off the switch route because teams may say, hey, we're gonna adjust, and we just gonna we're just gonna play off. When they switch it, just 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 bail. Well, if they do that, then you just break it off and run a comeback or a curl. So like I just I just don't think that there's like, all right, it's week seven. Now it's time to break out the real plays. I just I don't I don't think that happens. It's all about who you are playing, and then you throw in wrinkles that you see that will work against. A certain defense. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have a fast, a fast-flowing defense, all right, let's let's hit some reverses. Well, they're doing more reverses this week. They might have they put the reverses in the playbook this week. No, they didn't put the reverses in the playbook this week. They're just doing more reverses based on the defense, like Mizzou last week. I don't know how many times they hit screens, but they hit screens on us because. We are aggressive. We were aggressive in our blitzes and getting pressure on the quarterback. So I think the offense will continue to evolve because the defenses that we play will be different. I guarantee we'll see some something different offensively when we play Ole Miss because Ole Miss plays a defense that you typically don't see in the SEC. They run like a three three five. You typically see that with some of the smaller schools. That don't have the big bodies to match up.
1: Yeah, I love how Missouri's defensive line coach got to blame for Saturday when Missouri had five in the box against seven. How are you going to blame the defensive line coach when there's five in the box going up against seven? Oh, it's a, it's a defensive coordinator. I know. And the fact that he was a defensive coordinator with the Browns as close as three years ago. He was a head coach. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that too. He was a head coach for the Cardinals, and he got fired for Cliff Kingsbury. Right. And then even adding on to that, I mean, defensive coordinator for the Browns in 2019, three years ago, and he's out here putting his coaches and players in a disadvantage before the ball is even snapped. How how are you expected to to win When Tennessee has six, seven guys ready to block, and you've only got five in the box. I mean, what, there's seven gaps as is, aren't there? Listen. How do you expect to to take care of business when you're outnumbered at the, the, the snap of the ball? And it's not like Tennessee's been some dominant passing game all season. So why are you dropping so many? Listen. Why do you have more guys dropping in coverage against Tennessee, a team that is better running the football than they are throwing the football? Why are you dropping more in coverage and not loading the box? But the defensive line coach got fired.
0: <laughs> he, now, he, now, Drinkwitz did, I mean he did point the finger at himself um, in his post-game comments. I know people work really hard to pay their uh, pay their money to buy tickets, and we disappointed them. We're not going to let it define us. We'll fight. He called the loss uncharacteristic and said it. he failed to do his job as a Tigers coach. He says to say I'm disappointed is an understatement. It's my responsibility to have this team prepared and ready to play and to represent this university in the right way, and I didn't do my job today. So there it is, man. He, he, he owned it. But I don't see how – if you're firing people for that performance, how do you not fire the defense coordinator who decided to run cover one on third down and 18 in the red zone and he had your free safety in the box and it was basically cover zero on Cedric Tillman's touchdown? I mean, that is coaching my practice. Yeah, I don't know what,
1: what's worse, the putting your guys in a disadvantage before the, well, the ball is even snapped, not loading the box against Tennessee – Or not having the safety over the top. I mean. uh, In third and long. But,
0: hey. He says. In the red zone. He also said you either circle up as teammates and coaches and fight for each other and fight your way out of this or you point the fingers and you blame. When you walk out of that building, everyone's going to tell you it wasn't your fault, it was somebody else's fault. They're going to point out stuff on social media, whatever, but at the end of the day, the only people that can solve it are in that room. It's coaches and players working together as a team. We're not doing that right now. That's on me. Oh, by the way, the D line coach, you fired. We're not blaming anybody, but we are blaming you. We're not gonna point the finger,
1: but <laughs> you got to go. You gotta yes. go. It's- we're not pointing the finger, we're pointing the thumb. As in you got to go. Jeff Rowe, you you gotta get out of here. Jeff Rowe Franklin, you gotta
0: go. Oh man! Oh boy! But I'm
1: glad this is
0: not Missouri. I know that much. One thing is, you know, one thing is is true about what Drinkwood said is that you can't listen to people on social media, and that applies to Tennessee right now. You can't listen to people on social media. I saw a tweet. Somebody was like, "Is Tyon Evans the best running back Tennessee's had since uh, Alvin Kamara?" You can't listen to none of that stuff. Good or bad. It's rap poison. You can't listen to it. You can't get comfortable. You can't relax one bit. If you're Tennessee. Yeah, Hendon Hooker right now, fifth in the country in pass a rating. But you ain't done yet. The moment you get comfortable is the moment you slip up. So, you can't listen to the good stuff or the bad stuff. You gotta stay focused, man. You gotta stay locked in. Can't let people in your ear hype you up. Swain Event, feel about that in barbecue. At work, can not call in. Don't feel mad. You can talk to the guys on the text box. It's part of the free Swain Event app.
3: Top 100 barbecue restaurant, Dead End Barbecue, is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com dead-end barbecue the search is over out-of-town law
0: firms have been swarming into east tennessee lately firms from memphis chattanooga and birmingham have stormed into the area wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm you know a true neighbor marcos garza and the pros at the garza law firm are just that They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. JC's tree and landscaping service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding crane services and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential jc's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around don't risk your land with a fly by night service jc's tree and landscaping is licensed and insured give them a call at 865-599-3799 Guys, your health right now is more important than ever. I recommend Low T Center. That's where I get my levels checked. It all starts with the annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment exclusively for men, making it quick and easy to take care of your health. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatment. Most insurance is accepted. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment and make your health a priority. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. I just wanted to come
3: by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good.
2: Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself.
3: Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com.
0: Attaboy is brought to you by Iris Networks. Business Internet and Voice. IrisNetworksUSA.com. 90 days, no payment for business Internet. And uh, Ben has our Attaboy for today.
1: And so, Ben, what do you have for us, man? I am giving Cade Mays and Lonith Whitehead an Attaboy today because the two were named SEC Players of the Week. Cade Mays was the SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week, Lenny Whitehead was the freshman, co-freshman of the week in the SEC. Yes, yes,
0: <clears throat> finally, Get some love, man. Getting some love, I like it. Took him long enough.
1: Just glad that later on, when we do around the SEC and we talk about the players of the week, we can. We can mention some Tennessee blood. Yes, and you could see the SEC offensive lineman of the week tonight at uh, Tennessee Prime. That's right. That's right. And uh, running back of the week.
0: That's right, Tyon Evans. That's right. Oh man, it's gonna be um,
1: it's gonna be a good one tonight. It's gonna be a good one. It, it should be because Cade has a lot of personality. Tyon has a lot of personality. It'll be fun. Sure will. Cade Mays' uh, SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week honor is the first for Tennessee since Trey Smith was the SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week on November twenty fifth, two 2019. I believe that was after the Vanderbilt game in which Eric Gray had that 94-yard rushing touchdown. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh Lenny Whitehead is the first UT player to earn SEC Freshman of the Week honors since Eric Gray did so on December 1st, 2019. Man, Whitehead was running through some huge holes, man. He was
0: just... I liked Whitehead. I thought he looked good. And he did. But he was running through some huge holes. Everybody was running through huge holes. It mm-hmm. wasn't much wiggle going on with our running backs on Saturday. Not a lot of... Uh, Lateral movement, having to really make guys miss, it was just, it was like running, it's like driving on out 40, man. It was just north and south, north and south. So, uh, it was just good to see Whitehead in there, man, finishing some runs. Got to get that pad level down, but, I mean, he almost had 100 yards.
1: Everybody almost had 100 yards rushing. It was fun. Jabari Small would have gone for 100. Yep. Leneith Whitehead almost went for 100 Marcus Pierce almost went for $100. Hendo Cinco almost went for $100. Hendo Cinco. I think that's such an awesome nickname. I like that a lot. Hendo Cinco. Hendo Cinco. Also, early attaboy to Al Wilson. Because this Saturday is his day at Nealon Stadium. It is attaboy. I know. But just like early in the week, attaboy. Gotcha. Because I want to encourage people to show up to Neyland Stadium early on Saturday to give Al Wilson his flowers. Because this Saturday he is being honored with his National Football Foundation and College Football Hall of Fame on campus salute. Al Wilson will be formally inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame in December, and Tennessee is honoring him for his accomplishment this Saturday against South Carolina. Don't know if it's going to be a pregame thing or – End of first quarter, on-field tribute type of thing, but uh, should be a a very cool scene. Better believe it, man. Better believe it. I know. I know one thing. I'll be.
0: I'll be there with a bouquet of flowers for Al Wilson. Let's go. Taking the oldest. We going to the game. We'll have us a daddy daughter
1: date in Nealon Stadium. That's that. Now that would be awesome right there. I also want to give uh, Bubba Wallace an attaboy. Bubba Wallace won yesterday at Talladega, winning his first NASCAR Cup race, and he is the second African-American to ever win a Cup race. So congratulations to Bubba Wallace, always representing the Vols. He does that, though. So we, we definitely appreciate that. Shouts out to to old Bubba. That's right. That is right. I know MJ was somewhere smiling. Finally won a
0: won a race for the brand. I mean, they that's new. MJ
1: MJ's new on on the this on the, is the first year. Yeah, man. So they signed somebody recently too. I can't remember. I used to keep up with with NASCAR week to week, but now that Jimmy Johnson's out of the game, that's your guy. Was my guy. He's he retired. Now it's, he's doing something. That's not your guy anymore. It's just, just I mean, he retired. Well, he's not. He is. He is. <laughs> But now I don't have a guy for NASCAR that I follow week to week. So I I haven't really kept up this year. you in trouble, Ben Roethlisberger. you in trouble because as soon as you retire,
0: Ben's going to be done with you. Uh,
1: Yeah, I will be done with Ben (laughs) Roethlisberger. You're going to be
0: done. You're done, son. I'm done with you, Ben Roethlisberger. you
1: retired. I still follow Jimmy Johnson on social media. That counts for something. Golly, man. He just I don't I don't ever see him anymore. He's doing the uh what's the the real fast cars? I'm forgetting off the top of my head. And don't be asking me, man. I'll be watching. Like the Indy 500, those cars. Now oh, there you go. Birch with a with a uh
0: with some with some dropping some truth here. Kurt Bush, that's who it is. I-40 runs east and west. You can't run east and west on a football field. Birch <laughs> he, he can go straight Black like I forty, I forty run east to west.
1: Birchball was that guy, huh? He's that guy in the group. I think you just need to be better and use a different route, like use I seventy five or something like that. No, it goes it, to Lexington. Doesn't it also go from Atlanta to Chattanooga? Well, what's that one?
0: That's seventy five. That's seventy five. Yeah, uh, seventy five north. But I use
1: I forty because it runs through Knoxville. Runs through Knoxville. If if you were really good, you would have pointed out the one that runs through Columbia, Missouri. I give a damn about the one that runs through Columbia, Missouri. The <laughs> well, that's the only direction that matters. is the one
0: that that runs south on the way back to Knoxville. But anyway. Which would be 75, right? Dude, I don't know. I've, I've never been to uh, Columbia, Missouri. I've been to St. Louis. That was the worst drive ever, but I've never been up to uh, – como so um evil says south carolina game would be a little qu- quick being that they just dropped the black oh yeah well ah man i don't know about wearing them next week i would wear them this week even though i don't
1: want to i kind of want to see him at night but i why don't we save them for November when Vanderbilt is inevitably a night game? Hell no. V- Vanderbilt, no. We we'll be the- black on black. Mm-mm.
0: No. For the man. culture,
1: baby. Mm-mm.
0: Absolutely not. You know what would be great, though, is you wear the black jerseys against South Carolina. You wore them the first time against South Carolina. The running backs coach at South Carolina had the most epic spin move for Tennessee in the black jerseys against the South Carolina team, in 09. not. So see, see how everything's connecting together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But there's a connection with both with both games, actually. So, I don't know what they're gonna do, man.
1: I'll be honest; I really don't care. I would just wear them next next week again in, in the in the night lights. Under the lights.
0: I don't – honestly, I do not care what uniform they wear. Um, I just – do. my energy is praying and hoping that this team wins. Worrying about what they wear. That's – we can talk about it. But, like, I've seen folks really put in a lot of effort in not liking them or, like, really loving them. And, like, I just – I just want to win. That's all I care about. So, you know, if it makes everybody else happy, I'm cool. Um, if it don't make you happy, I'm cool because I don't care. They're going to wear them. Ain't nothing you can do about it. And if it makes the, the, the players happy, makes the recruits happy, I'm cool too. I just don't have strong opinions on the jerseys anymore. Uh, James GBL says, do you think all of our transfers are regretting bailing on us? Um, No. Nah. No, nah, not 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 all of them. I'm sure there's one or two, but not, not all. Not all of them. I think. Um, I think um, there's some that that are good. John K. To my holding L. Man, whatever, man. Hold no L. Hold no L. Can't black out senior night, Ben. That's true, Vanderbilt. that's yes, right. Can't, can't you do can't. That. Although can't you can't you can't wear the no altar uniforms and senior nights. Nice. What what year did they
1: did they do that? The twenty.
0: I can't remember. I think I think it was I think it was sixteen. It had to be fifteen or sixteen. Mm-hmm. Was it? That what was still it, bothers what, me. What was it fourteen? Was it the Adidas one or the, Nike, or the Nike ones? I can't remember. I don't know, but I know I know that during that time period. That the seniors decide to wear gray, and they should be stripped of any VFLs. I'm just kidding. That was a bad. They should move. be referred to as just former Vols and not former of all quarterback. No, nah, I ain't gonna mess with them like that. But that was a bad move by the seniors, man. You, your, your last game, you should be wearing orange, not no, not a uh, alternate uniform. Yeah, John K. When it comes to jerseys, man, I just I'm telling, I'm just I don't have a strong opinion. Y'all happy, I'm happy I I I do not have a strong opinion I really don't I think the black uniforms will look awesome I think they will look great It's 2013
1: It was 13? Because mm-hmm. that was when uh Was it Peyton Robinette? Patton Patton, Peyton He didn't go here so I don't care Scored that game winning touchdown at the end because 14, Tennessee played at Vandy. And that's when they warmed James Franklin's final, final year at, at Vandy. Because 14 was the year that Tennessee beat Vandy in Nashville to clinch a bowl berth and mm, go to mm, the TaxSlayer mm. Bowl. So not only did they wear gray in their final game at Neyland, but they lost to Vanderbilt. And, I, you know, honestly, I hate to be so mean this morning, but you deserved it. If you, if you decide to wear gray... Alternate, ugly, gray Adidas uniforms on your final game in Neyland Stadium, you deserve to lose to Vanderbilt. That's how I feel.
0: Where's your question about Kiffin, John K? Uh, well, we already answer this already, John K. The difference between Lane Kiffin's offense and Hypo's offense. We answered it last week. Where were you last week, John K.? Huh? Huh? Where were you last week? We answered this last week. He says, to me, it appears that people view hypos as more gimmicky, Is lanes more complex or what? (sighs) What what I mean, what does gimmicky mean, John K.? Folks, folks love using this word gimmicky. What does that mean?
1: We talked about that last week as well. Sure did. Sure did, John K. Where were you? Where were you? You're asking questions that we ought to answer. A gimmick is a trick or device intended to attract attention. I, I don't think
0: anything about Hypo's offense is gimmicky. Um, I, I said it last week. I think the
1: tempo is gimmicky, but that's not a bad thing.
0: Every 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 offense and the two hear, minute drill is
1: gimmicky. It's gimmick time. Two minute drill. Situational football. Right. I, I mean, it. just because it's a gimmick doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Again, we talked about this last week. He is using the tempo to as a trick or device intended to attract attention. I mean, that is what the up tempo is <laughs> for. So it is a gimmick. That's, not, attra- a mm-hmm. oh gosh,
0: That's not a bad thing. Attracting that- attention. Oh my gosh, really? Not a bad thing. If it works, who cares? I'm going to take a break. I'm getting ready for hour number two. You need to. It's a gimmick. Oh, my gosh. Be right back.